back to Weekend at Berkman's show about everything and nothing. I'm here with the old man, Mark Snyder. Howdy, howdy. And the bourbon hunter, Stephen Haddocks. Hello, folks. <laughs> well, here we go. Episode 25. The uh, It's the silver, silver, the silver tuna anniversary. Um, so I don't know what percentage that puts us in, Stephen, but uh, it's got to be more than whatever percentage we were we were in at 20. Uh, so, you know, we keep we keep marching along, trying to pump out uh, great original content <coughs> that others like to steal for our, uh, for our <laughs> listeners and our viewers. Um, of course, the line, the silver tuna, so that, uh, you know, Stephen was watching some um, holiday flicks over the weekend. I saw you sent the iconic um, Home Alone um, intro screen um, for your uh, for your money. Is it is Home Alone or, or Home Alone Two uh, a better watch during the holidays? I know we, this audience here is probably watching both, but if you only had one, what do you think it'd be? I don't know. Is it? Is, I think it's a little sacrilegious to uh, to choose one. I mean, I think they both go together. Like you know, three and four in this new one. Mm. I mean, all trash, right? Mm-hmm. But one and two, they just go together. You got to watch them both. I mean, you know, if you twist my arm. If you had to pick one, I think you got to go with the original. Um, but yeah, two two is very good. It's different. It's good. Still funny. Um, yeah, both. You can't choose. Got to go with both. We watched the first one last weekend. I think number two we're going to watch tomorrow night. I think. Okay, nice. What about you, Mark? If I had to pick, and again, uh, you know, I'm not known for waffling. Tommy um, gun to your head. You know, if I if I had a Tommy gun to my head. ACC. Uh, I, I pick number two. I think mm. I like the the New York scene. I like the 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 premise of it a little bit more. I like the 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 crazy house setup. Maybe you know a little bit more. I like the New York you know Christmas time. I, I, again, it's like a one A one B. You know, I, I but if I had to pick, I'd go with number two. Um, yeah, just I don't know. I like it. Well, we watch them both. I think multiple times now. Love them both. Um, I think that, and you know, they, they figured out how to do a sequel properly. Oh yeah, uh, which I like. Um, so anyway, yeah, love Home Alone and Home Alone too. He's a sticky bandit guy, not a wet bandit guy. It's a sticky bandit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as long as you didn't say three or later. No. Does, uh, I think- no. Those aren't even in the same ballpark. Yeah. I'm playing the same sport. French Stewart might've been in one of those, but um, yeah, I um, is funnily enough. Um, funnily enough, we never lose our luggage. No, funnily enough, we, um, uh, my fiance and I went and saw a, uh, I don't know, a re re airing or a showing <laughs> at a, at a local theater here. Um, you know, kind of like one of these older theaters Um just happened to see Home Alone was playing. And I I don't know. I don't think she had seen it or didn't remember seeing it. So I was like, uh, but that yeah, there were there were like several comments about how good the uh the acting was by Macaulay Culkin. She's like, I can't I cannot believe how good this child actor was. And I, I was like, Oh yeah, like hmm. um and of course, you know, she was like, Well, who's your who's your favorite character? And I was like you know, Gus Polinsky, um, <laughs> the Kenosha Kickers. Kenosha Kickers. Um, polka, polka, polka. Kiss me, yeah. polka. 
<laughs> but one of the cool things was the uh, lady who was up there standing at the front of the theater before um, they started showing it. She gave some facts. And I guess one of the facts was that Joe Pesci did some method acting. And so he um, avoided hmm. Macaulay Culkin seeing him so that when he actually saw him, he was scared of him. So, uh, yeah. So, you know, Pesci oh, wow. coming off of coming off of what, like um, Goodfellas mm -hmm. and some of these other flicks where he, you know, used the F-bomb like he was changing his underwear. Mm -hmm. um, I think, you know, he, he wasn't really known for that, but probably scared uh, Culkin pretty good on those. Um, I'm a little also, worried, Mike. What what else have you learned that you, she hasn't seen Home Alone? Uh, I hope you find out all the other man. questionable things that she hasn't seen, and you enlighten her to all this goodness, like Home Alones mm -hmm. and what other great movies and things are you guys? She had you know has she had Taco Bell. I mean, pizza. <laughs> like what what else? Yeah, big, big fan of Taco Bell. I would say. Um, one, yeah, one of the other things that caught me by surprise was she didn't know who Pat Sejdek was when I brought up uh, Wheel of Fortune. Um, so that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, wow. you know, pop culture um, and, huh. and TV not uh, not a priority in their their family. Um, but yeah, uh, I I enjoyed it. Got to you know see the South Bend Shovel Slayer. <laughs> Movie movie went by pretty quick, so it was a. I agree with you, Stephen. The uh, I hadn't seen the original as much. Um, watching it again was good. Good flick. Um, I wanted to welcome Mark back from uh, India. Thank um, you. It's good to be you, back. How, yeah, how was your trip to the subcontinent? Was uh, everything you hoped? Everything I hoped I've been uh, hoped for and more. Um, uh, you know, it was fine. It was work in the office most of the day. Food's good. People are nice. Um, you know, there's some traffic, uh, man, you question, you question life, uh, in some of these traffic jams you sit in. I mean, to go like 20 miles, I mean, two and a half hours, it is something I, I try to explain it to people. I'm like, you know, there's lanes out on most roads in the U S they don't bother with painting lanes in India because it's like two lanes of traffic that can fit six cars wide. <laughs> You know, and then there's the sidewalk. That's just another lane of traffic. Why not? And why not have people go the opposite directions? Because sure. And there's lights, but no one, you know, no one follows them. Um, and everything's under construction or it's not. And there's potholes everywhere. So it, it is a unique experience that uh, everybody should have the opportunity to experience at least once in their life. Because now I just don't even complain about traffic in Houston anymore. Because it's, it, it's. That's laughable. There's not even traffic, right? It's, I got, uh, uh, I've got yeah. a great idea. Bring How it. about weekend at Berkman Productions? How about the three of us move to India and make a show where we're like delivery yes. slash like cab Uber drivers? Yes. I love it. We will and be they, lost in the first hour. We will have crashed our car. I was going to say have, it wouldn't be called cash cab. It'd be called no, crash cab. Correct. And it's just you, amazing. You, like there's there's cows in the street and monkeys and dogs and people and no accidents. Somehow, yeah, like yeah, it just doesn't. They don't hit each other. And I'm like, how does this? <clears throat> it's amazing. I mean, absolutely amazing. But no, it's great. Good people. I enjoy the people that I get to work with over there. They're they're fantastic. And um, you know, air travel was uh, not great going there. Uh, they decided the, in India. One of my first flights, they decided to let the plane go early. 
Uh, and I had a very tight connection. And they're like, well, we just assumed you weren't coming. I said, but the plane doesn't leave for another 45 minutes. So can we open the door? They're like, nope, we've already closed the door. We just assumed you weren't coming. I'm like, it's 45 <laughs> minutes till the flight leaves. And, you know, my, my, I don't know the local language and they're not so great English. Ended up with me rebooking on another airline. So it, it is what it is. It was great. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, next time you go over there, extend for personal component. We can film season one of yes. Crash Cab. Love it. Yeah. All right. We'll do. Um, did you did I hear you say too that you might have caught bullet train? Oh um, yeah. What did you, what did you think? Man, that was a what a flick. Like I, yeah. I it, it was a combination of like uh, Tarantino meets Snatch you know, the, or Guy yes, Ritchie. Yes, Guy Ritchie meets there was a lot of comedy in there. It meets Ocean's Eleven with the the camera angles and the yeah. uh, Brad Pitt was pretty good, I thought, and the other actors and actresses were pretty good too. Just so weird premise but yeah good movie i it kept me entertained and awake you know which is good uh, i I, yeah. I don't know how people come up with some of these ideas for movies let me put it that way but yeah. anyway took a weird well, couple weird twists and turns but it's a good movie i you know people should watch it if you're not afraid of blood and guts <laughs> well you're um mark you're of course um heading out uh, for vacation here pretty soon. So I guess Stephen and I could probably expect an invite um, the next couple of days. Just yeah, you know, you know, going, going with dinner. normal. Yeah, normal. Tail is all this time. We're getting close. You know, we take off tomorrow. So probably tomorrow, just before I get on the plane, I'll be like, boys, what you doing next week? I think this he, would be like the fifth year Open in invite. You it wait is. until Open the ticket prices. You wait till the ticket price are like nine hundred and fifty a flight, just before <laughs> grand, and then you're like, okay, now it's the time to offer for them to come well, out. You've already told us that you've got plans, so I mean, well, I can always have more plans. Oh. That's true. Well, hey, open invite. Come on out. Oh, all right. Well, maybe we'll look at your calendar and figure out when you're going the next time. Same Ooh. dates every year. Same dates every year. I don't know. We just never seem to know those dates. Oh my god! That's okay. That we'll we'll get it next year, and there'll, there'll next be some year. other wrinkle. Yep. Mark, don't leave one of the daughters at home because it'll be like home loan Snyder. Style, I know, you know that would be crazy. <laughs> yeah, let's see how they act. You never know. Um, all right. Um, so on to uh, this week in golf. Um, I, I, uh, we, we had a couple things, um, we had been, I think forcing, you know, that we were going to talk about golf, even though there wasn't a whole lot of golf going on. Now there's really, uh, not a whole lot, a lot of golf going on. Um, I think that the, uh, the tour, um, the PGA tour that is, is off until, uh, January 5th century tournament of champions in Kapalua, um, mm -hmm. Do y'all remember the uh, the defending champion of that tournament by chance? It's kind of apropos given some of the stuff that happened last year or this year. Sorry. Live tour guy. Uh, gosh. Cam Smith. Cam so Smith. So it's going to be interesting. We, are, we already saw some repeat champions. I think that maybe couldn't play this year, but uh, have a bunch more of that next year. Taylor Gooch. Um, I did want to. Classic. Yep. Sad. 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 Yeah, I wanted to dedicate a little bit of time to the to the trip 
that we had um, out to Bethpage Black mm -hmm. there and on Long Island. Um, so when I, as you might have remembered in previous episodes, I mentioned that I had lived in New Jersey for a while, and um, you know, so one of the some of the things that myself and Mark and Stephen got to do headed out to uh, Baltus Roll for the um, the PGA when it was out there. Got to play some local courses, and then of course made the pilgrimage out to uh, Bethpage, um, which of course is on some of the major Rota um, upcoming future uh, Ryder Cup destination. And I had <clears throat> recently been in in New York just before um, Thanksgiving. And I, was th and I was thinking, you know, we ought, we ought to just take a second, this being a, a golf podcast first and foremost, just to kind of reminisce a little bit about that trip. So I guess, in, you know, in the spirit of weekend at Berkman's, either, you know, highlight, low light, but then if you, you care to add a little bit of a little bit of flavor there too about um, some of your favorite memories or something that surprised you or whatever. Uh, interested to hear that. So I think I'm going to start with. I think I'm going to start with the old man. Um, what were your thoughts? What do you remember about Beth Page and and that trip? Well, it, all trips that we took. I think the highlight to me is getting to hang out with you guys wherever we went. Uh, we definitely enjoyed the conversation and. Uh, you know, the, the trip and the drives and the, again, yeah. back, back when the trap, that was, there was some traffic to getting onto the Island. A lot of conversation, uh, a lot of conversation. Uh, so to me, that that's, that's, you know, a lot of the fun. I think uh, Beth page specifically, you know, it's one of these things like not, you know, previously never having been there. And it's like, it hosts professional tournaments. I'm thinking, Oh man, the facilities are just going to be insane. But you forget that it's also a state park, right? And so yeah. it's it's got a little tiny uh, driving range, and it's got a little tiny shack to get some balls from, right? So I mean, I think the pros they turn a couple of the holes on one of the other courses into the driving range, right? But for us, it's it's like it's not very big, and you, you roll up and you're in this gravelly parking lot, and you get to the clubhouse, and you're like, huh, you know, all right, whatever. <laughs> You know, so that was that was my first impression. But then you get out there and you walk to the back and you see where, you know, the the first hole on on the black course and the amazing elevation changes and the starter house and you're given this wristband. I mean, just a really cool experience. Uh, I think Mike, you you had mapped it out to how you could get a tea time a little bit sooner than others because of, <laughs> you know, you could work the phone system and. Uh, so to me, that was you know some of the mystique and nostalgia was 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 part of the, the highlight. I think the course itself, uh, the low light to me was good gosh, you had to walk the thing. Yeah, no um, carts. No carts. But you could Sorry, have a Tiger. Pull, 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 yeah. You could have a pull cart of death though. This thing barely <laughs> has like, you know, enough wheels to to make it worth your while. But uh that was that was a challenge. I mean, even for the three of us as physically fit as we are, um, you know, it was it was a bit of a it was a it was a hike. You know, and uh, that 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 was a challenge. Um, and I think it it's even from the tees that we didn't play the back tees and we didn't play the front tees, but some of the carries, even for us, you know, mid mid level handicappers, good night. I mean, you're having to carry it 250, 260 to get out of the junk or run it down the walking path, you know, which is what I had to do a couple of times just to see my next ball. The rough was up, all that kind of stuff. But hey, I wouldn't change anything. It was it was an awesome experience. Um, yeah, I know it was a lot of fun. Stephen, 
Oh, where do I start? I, all right, I'll start highlight. Mm. Um, I think highlight. Well, I mean, to start out with was uh, got. I think we start our day with Wawa. You know, <laughs> the long oh, trek from pretty much like man. eastern eastern PA out to Long Island. We started with Wawa. Uh, yeah. We had to sna- uh, get some get some snacks mm-hmm. for the trek. Um, but I think highlight has to be. Um, standing behind the tee box with the sign yeah with the excitement of not knowing oh, yeah. what course is about to absolutely kick your ass um Beep. and you think oh this this sign you know this sign all the, you know whatever it's just a course and you know the pros aren't playing it the rough will be so bad um and then you get out there and you're just humbled from the very get-go uh apologize for the dog in the background we like dogs on here they were dog friendly podcast oh geez um you know so you you know you get all this excitement and then the low light yeah i i think there's a couple it's um you know mark you know with the with the push carts with these bad wheels that that was something um I thought we were in the Amazon. It was it was extremely hot and humid that day. Yeah. I, I do remember oh, that man. sweating. Um, and then kind of a low light slash highlight was if I was able to, you know, you'd be a couple feet to a couple yards off the fairway, can't, couldn't find the ball. And yeah. then if you if you were if you were lucky to find it, um, if if I was able to advance it more than like 100, 120, I was happy. Because uh, I just remember just Man. gouging and hoping I got it more than a hundred, um, you know, closer to hundred yards closer to the hole. Um, but overall, it was an awesome day, extremely humbling, and I think for about six months I gave up golf because I was like, mm-hmm. you know what, <laughs> this isn't worth it. Um, I'll just go back to uh, putt putt courses and uh, try to be the champion of those. Yep, but uh, overall, <laughs> awesome day. Uh, wouldn't wouldn't trade that experience. And a couple people that I know that have have considered making the pilgrimage out there, I always kind of let them know that uh, to kind of tame the their excitement heart. and just be prepared to kind of hate golf for a little bit after that. <laughs> Mike, what about yeah. you? Uh, well, I agree. It's it's kind of got that it. When you were talking about that, Mark, I hadn't related mm-hmm. it, but it's got that memorial, oh, Houston yeah. memorial kind of feel with like the. So if if you, Mark alluded to, there's some sort of like secret <clears throat> code that when the tea times yep. get launched oh, for yeah. non-residents, that you got to type in like a, you know, 22 digit sequence in order <laughs> to get the tea time that you want. And I had practiced it for weeks on yes. end um, to make sure because you know you got guests in town, you can't. The only the other option was to sleep in your car, and while we did probably leave about four, um, we oh. we didn't do that one. Um, but yeah, it's, it's kind of, it's got that kind of kitschy feel, and it's and there's like a Beth Page red and a Beth Page green and a yellow and all these different other courses. And I think if you actually, I want to say like the red is sort of equivalent to the black, but um, you know if you're a only if you're local, <laughs> then you can get a cart. But only if you're a local would you know that. And also, it's an interesting mm-hmm. course because if you recall, um, it doesn't come back in after nine, mm-hmm. so it goes mm-hmm. it goes out and then you stay out. But um, <clears throat> I think highlight for me, um, 
was number 15. So I, that was actually the second time that I had played there. I had played with another buddy that came in and did something similar, um, headed out there early, but number 15. So when you go back over the road, um, then you play the par oh, five yeah, that goes yeah, up yeah, the hill. Yeah, yeah. And both times I played that hole, I, I want to say I either parred or birdied both of them. And it's just, you, you'll see it if you if you watch um, older tournaments or ones upcoming. It's basically, it's a straight uphill, you know, trying to get it to stop mm-hmm. up on the green up there. Um, but not to mention by number 15, you know, you've, you've already done a death march. You're just mm-hmm. ready to die. Um, but I, for some reason, um, there's, there's a couple like that. If we ever talk about old head in Ireland, um, number 18, where uh, we were playing the up tees and then, you know, the guy's like, Hey, you should really step back and play the backs and hit it from the lighthouse. And I didn't actually hit that drive further than I hit it from the up tees. You know, there's just something about that. That's like the hardest hole. It's uphill, whatever. And I, I just remember playing that really well um, both times. The the low light, yeah, aside from Long Island traffic and well, and Manhattan traffic was Mark trying to get us to eat like birds. Um, so there's a <laughs> hey, place in hey. the city oh, called Carmine's. It's a little bit of a little bit of a chain um, for Italian, but uh, it's really good food. It's got great Caesar salad, great meatballs. Stephen even said better than his mom's meatballs. Whoa! But I I think we were like. Hey, we'd like to get, you know, nothing unreasonable. Like, hey, we want to get a lasagna, a pasta, a meatball, and a salad for like three people. I mean, that's and Mark's like, nah, you know, we'll we'll take the half salad and um and a lasagna. Breadsticks. And yeah. I'm like, we're not eating like birds here, Mark. Um so oh thankfully gosh. Steven and I didn't listen and uh, we d- we did have a little bit of extra food. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> if you recall, we gave that to a homeless. We, we did. We did. So we did. We did give that to a guy. Credit to us. Yeah. Credit to us. us. We got an extra day <laughs> added on to the end of our lives for that good deed. Uh, not sure if he ate it or traded it. I mean, that, that's his decision. But, yeah, I think when Mark was like, hey, waiter, uh, we'll take the half salad. And um, can you quarter lasagna? They're pretty much like, get out or we're going to throw you in the river. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we had to quickly correct uh, that. Oh, your mother. <laughs> Mark was trying to block the box of that big lasagna, uh, you know, car was. box that we we're about oh, yeah. to eat. I don't even know if we, did we have a reservation and you had to schmooze them to get a table? I forgot how oh, we did. Because yeah. yeah. we were, uh, of course, as we're talking about traffic, we were oh, way yeah. late. So oh, <laughs> we had to put on a little Stephen, uh, you know, Texas MBA uh, love in. And uh, oh, yeah. of course, oh, no yeah. problem there. See us. Oh, like, no problem. Listen, there's a reason why we're an hour and 50 minutes late. And let me tell you about it. And uh, I think the, the hostess thought she was going to get my. My number but long story short i worked in another other ways uh so yeah we worked oh it out gosh. no big deal we got yes. a table yeah we we call you the closer anytime we need anything we need a little sweet talking we send in send in the big guy better believe it great memories i hopefully one great of us times. will move to move to somewhere it's got kind of a an interesting place to go play or maybe we'll have to take a a trip once life slows down a little uh, did either one of you get a chance to watch the uh, the match? It was the, the seventh iteration, mm-hmm. um, twelve hole match between Tiger and Rory versus uh, Justin and Jordan. I, I'd say it was pretty much like watching like me and me and Steven versus Mark and Terry. Um, it was pretty <laughs> pr- 
pretty lopsided. Um, <laughs> Even with even with Tiger and the and the boys having having carts, um, did either one of you get a chance to watch either, any of it? I didn't watch it live, but I did record it. And um, that <laughs> night, I went back and watched just a little bit of it. Um, and I actually think that this was honestly one of the better ones, yeah. uh, <laughs> in my personal opinion. I think part of it's because I also really like the guys that were in that group. I mean, yeah. talk about four good guys. Well, at least three of them good guys. Uh, anyways we'll move on from that but um i thought it was interesting i thought it won it was unique that it was at night so seeing a course lit up i thought was kind of cool and something that you know you don't think about until these guys got out there which was cool at least the first couple holes was they were really struggling with the lighting and shadowing their golf ball and so whenever they were going back to swing their their body would be covering up their golf ball with the shadow so it's really messing with kind of messing with their I don't know, just head and swing and all that. So it's fun to watch them kind of work through that a little bit and, and see them struggle putting to kind of see the line. So, uh, of course, unique challenges at night, and these guys are pros. So it's like, hey, figure it out. Like, this is kind of what you do. And um, I thought it was really cool, though. I, 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 I haven't watched all of it, but I do plan on uh, some vacation time next week to take another hour or two and finish it up. Yeah. I'm I'm with you. I think that the people they picked um, were good and made the difference. And I mean, quite honestly, would have expected a little bit more out of out of Rory and, and probably a big ask. I think that I think at one point they said um, <clears throat> something about I don't know something about like like look at those calves and Tiger's like yeah I have good calf. Um, <laughs> that was I thought that was pretty funny, but yeah no I and. Uh, under under the lights, like I said, I think they had one other one that I recall were had maybe finished with Phil um, under the lights. But yeah, look looked pretty entertaining. Um, I saw some of it um, while I was having dinner. Um, Mark, did, I'm assuming you didn't see it. I didn't know I was flying, but yeah, no, I didn't get to. So yeah, well, they had they did have like uh, cart cams. I thought that was pretty interesting. Like like looking right at mm-hmm. them while they were driving their carts. They had like Apple AirPods in, I guess, to have conversations. Mm, so okay, and the, they they had Charles cool. Barkley. I don't know who Brian Anderson is, but uh, he calls some know. of the PGA championships. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. he's a kind of a TNT guy, and he's called. Some, okay. he's got a very distinctive voice. Um, but yeah, it's cool to see them like mess with Charles Barkley and he's yeah. funny. So I think that that's part of my entertainment. So I did tell you guys when they had this, I'm hoping they had Charles cause he always makes it better. Cause sometimes it's a oh, little yeah. dry if they're not giving each other a hard time. But I think, uh, I, I do think this was the best one with the guys that were from, familiar with each other, willing to give each other a hard time and then Charles. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping they'll keep, um, Justin and Jordan for the next one. That'd be, yeah. that'd be inter- entertaining whoever they're matched up with. Um, and then, uh, just a, a quick comment. So, uh, as you would know by now, Mark and Steven both went to Oklahoma state. Um, so oh, yeah. Victor, Victor Hovland, uh, Victor Hovland won uh tigers tournament in the Bahamas, uh, the the hero um and so that that was actually his he won it last year too so back-to-back winner there um so just a little uh maybe sponsorship opportunity here i'll give you a download on um <laughs> victor hovland so just of course because he went to oklahoma state um believe it or not his residence still in stillwater 
Mm-hmm. Um, is, is you think he's in the Fountain Square area? Probably. No, no, no. Give me a break. Okay. It's actually funny though. You mentioned that because when I was out, uh, when I was in Stillwater for the game a couple weeks ago, I was out at Karsten Creek, and one of the one of the pros was showing this group around and uh, wound up talking to them a little bit. And they were talking about how Victor was just out there that morning and he was then hopping on a plane to go, I think, to Dubai when that was all finishing up. Uh, but again, I think, you know, being from Norway, the cold of Stillwater uh, golfing <laughs> in the winter doesn't bother him. And so he doesn't mind practicing mm-hmm. out there, you know, um, mm-hmm. but he's such a good dude. And I also think it's also good for, the OSU golfers because they're getting to play with a guy like that, get mentored yep. by a guy. So I think that is also a big uh, play for recruiting college golfers into still what, not like it's that hard for us. I mean, we have a top tier program, but I think that's a little, little cherry on top. Yeah. Yep. Maybe he doesn't know you're allowed to <clears throat> live in different States. Um, he hasn't really uh, sniffed. <laughs> he hasn't really sniffed the majors. Um, I think this year in the British was his best finish. He uh, he's got three, PGA Tour wins, um, none of which are in the U.S. I think two at Mayakoba. I don't remember where the other one is. So <clears throat> got a little bit Puerto of work Rico. to do there. That's yeah. right. Um, he was a Ryder Cup rookie in 2021 um, where they the uh, Europeans got shellacked. He was 0-3-2, um, so one point there. So Oh, yeah. N- not his best showing, but uh, he'll, you know, he'll be on the – future teams i'm sure and uh surprisingly current uh official world golf rank number nine hmm. um so, so pretty good there yeah so well, i'll be interested i he's <clears throat> there's a there's been a few of those guys um come out of oklahoma state recently what wolf is he the one with the funny swing mm-hmm. yeah and uh, yeah yes funny yes. swing and has some other things going on okay okay and then and then Hovland. Um, so yeah, may, maybe he'll uh, maybe he'll have yeah. a big year. Um, so and then like I mentioned, uh, all PGA Tour off until January fifth. Um, but make sure, make sure, make sure you set a reminder uh-huh. this this weekend to watch uh-huh. the send off for old oh, Roger yeah. Malpe, P- PNC oh, yeah. father son. Tiger and Charlie going to be there. You know, mm. the Longers are going to be there. The Loves, the Dailies. The Dailies. Dailies. They'll, they'll all be there. So that should be uh, <clears throat> probably in Florida, be my guess. But um, that should be should be a good one. I, You know, it's funny. I saw we were talking about how we, we hate some of the changes um, in announcing, which there's been a ton across all sports here lately. And I saw some article or blurb. Uh, quick, you know, flash online and it had a picture and it was like, you know, new NBC golf announcers. And it was like a, a picture of Brad Faxon. And I'm like, so, <laughs> so we're changing out Malpe yeah. for mm-hmm. Faxon. Okay, guys. Um, so yeah, so, uh, not, not a lot, not a lot mm-hmm. going on here in the off season, but still a good bit. And, uh, you know, make sure you make sure you tune in to say goodbye to old Rush. All right, time for everybody's favorite segment, the old drink review. I'm going to start with the old man. Boys, I got a real treat for you today. Mm-hmm. Remember last time I brought you uh, Carbach uh, Clutch City, an homage and honor, uh, if you will, to the Houston 
Crockett, the city in which we live, where I live, uh, well, kind of around. I live around that city. Uh, today, I'm bringing you going back to one of our local yet national breweries, St. Arnold. Ooh. Those, yeah. As I was perusing the old beer aisle, I saw something that stood out to me. Uh, this is the H-Town Pills. So okay. again, another homage to H-Town. Also, Houston can sometimes be called H-Town, for those that don't know. Uh, and this is a Pills. However, it's a little confusing because it says on the can, our ideal lager. But yet it's called the H-Town Pills. And I don't know. Maybe I don't know enough. I don't know much about beer. But I didn't know lager and pilsner. Maybe it's a one is the family and one is the subfamily or the category. Anyway, really cool can, very vibrant. Got the you know skyline of city of the city. St. Arnold's is from here, so a few different uh, icons and such uh, on the can. Anyway, really nice, colorful can. Uh, this is a, it's a, it's it's good. I put I I may start with the end here. Like it's good. It to me it's a it's a three out of four, five lawnmower. Um, mm. it, it's That's good. Very it's good. Little, yeah, it's very good. But it's it's just good. I mean it's it's okay. Uh, I like it. It's a little fruity for me to be honest. A little fruity tasting. I'm not a big fan of that. I like the generally like uh, you know I like I enjoy the flavor of beer and I don't need it to be mad if if I'm drinking a beer that I want a beer flavor I want that and that's what I think of when I think of pilsners or lagers if I wanted something mango flavored I'd go get the mango smash IPA for instance this just tastes a little fruity to me uh I still put this in the recommend category if you've got a few extra bucks and are looking to spend you know ten dollars on a six pack I know I gotta stretch my budget to be able to to get this podcast to survive, unlike Stephen. Um, wow. What? I mean, you know, whatever. Uh, it, it's good. It's good. And, you know, so I put it recommend, uh, but I, I, you know, if you've been listening to our last 24 episodes, lots of other loggers or pilsners that I'd put above this one. But uh, yeah, H-Town Pilsner, although it says it's a lager. That's me. I was kidding, Stephen. I know you have to spend a lot more on your... Your liquor selection. I think we'll, uh, all right, in 2023, we'll do a little, uh, you know, drink. Um, <laughs> what's a credit card roulette for our drinks Ooh. for the show? How about Ooh, that? Baby. I like that. Uh, of course, I'll be <clears throat> floating the drinks here in a bit. But um, I, Stephen, <laughs> odds are pretty good here that we're going to see St. Arnold's featured um, the next three weeks because that was probably a sampler pack. Uh, no, be my, be my guess. I, it's, it was a sixer. I had to pick up the whole oh. six pack. Okay. Oh man, that was a big mistake. Pretty much, those are going to go for whoever visits. Yeah, he's going to bring <laughs> over his best friends to come visit. And say, hey guys, got a real <laughs> for you. A real it was sponsored. It was, it was talked about on a podcast. I think you'll like it. <laughs> they do amazing. Yeah, <laughs> Saint Arnold. They do amazing stuff in the Oktoberfest genre. It's like when they um it's like when they first came out with the Chevy Blazer and the inside used to say Tahoe. They couldn't figure out <laughs> if it was Pilsner or Lager. <laughs> some overrun Whee! cans there. Yeah. All right. Urban uh, Hunter, what do you got? Well, guys, uh-oh. um uh-oh. I got an interesting one. So this is oh, one no. uh, in the in the bourbon world uh is new 
and it's been like extremely popular for the last two months. So this <laughs> is out of oh, okay. What P- two months makes you popular? Sorry, this is your review. Okay. You'll, you'll see, you'll see, you'll okay. see. Um, this is out of Old Forester. Um, this is called King Ranch. Ooh. So what this is, this is again, it's it old force has been around a long time. They got a ton of bourbons, they got some uh the 1910, the 20, the statesman, all these ones that are very, mm-hmm. very popular. But this is uh, old forester king ranch, and it's a Texas only uh bourbon right now. It's only being distributed in Texas. I think the goal is try it out here, and if it's if it does really well, expand. But of course, King Ranch, you know, I think it's maybe one of the largest ranches one of the largest ranches in the u.s um something like that i know it's it's probably maybe not the the largest now i'm sure there's maybe larger but um regardless what it is and what they're doing with this they're getting a little you know fun to try to get more sales and make it fun here to texas so it's a proprietary batch using heavily charred barrels filtered through Mm. king ranch mesquite charcoal Mm. So it's uh, you can see it on the label. It's got that King Ranch kind of W on there. So all the Ford King Ranch guys are loving this bottle because not only got their King Ranch truck, but they got the King Ranch whiskey to go with it. Mm. Um, so I questioned at first. I was like, "Oh, I got to try this, right?" I was like, "Mesquite wood, all this sort of stuff would go perfect with smoking some smoking some barbecue." Mm. But then the part where what caught me was filtered through charcoal and can y'all name the big the one of the big names that's charcoal filtered one of the big name whiskeys it's charcoal filtered which one oh, oh i was right. gonna say vodka oh no okay uh, uh jack daniels accounts yes jack daniels charbroil okay. burger king that's burger king uh <laughs> but yes it's Jack Daniels, oh, and yeah. I don't like Jack. Oh. Jack Ooh. is terrible. <laughs> so I went into a very skeptical. <laughs> my, my local spec store guy kind of twisted my arm on this oh. one. What have we talking about? You can about stop listening, listening to people <laughs> in the store. You know, it's got the you know, it's got the cool labels and all. Oh, okay, you know, oh. and it's for goodwill. You know, sometimes you got to buy something you don't want. So that way they, you know, you're in their good graces Mm, mm, and maybe mm. they'll call you when they got the good stuff in. Right. So sometimes Mm. you got to play the game a little, you know, a little, you know, give and take, you know, and this is definitely says my old pappy says you got to have a bad day to know when you have a good one. Mm, Yeah. Well, you know, so I'm sending this up to say I already went in skeptical. I already knew I probably wasn't going to like it in. I'm not really the biggest fan, guys. It, uh, oh. There's so many people out there that love this, and I'm honestly going to hit some of them up online and say, hey, if you want to drive to my house, you can have one for free. Um, hmm. That's going to invite it, some bad characters, so you better be careful. Okay, Pilsner. It, it's not the worst. There's, yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, here we go. It's not the worst. Don't get me wrong. I have others here that I dislike much more. So this is probably on the lower end of ones that I would probably pick. I mean, I'll probably at least drink half the bottle. I'm already a third done, probably. <laughs> maybe not even that. Maybe, maybe a little bit more than that. But, um, again, you got to really like Jack to like this. It has a lot of Jack smell and the Jack flavor to this being charcoal <laughs> filtered. 
Um, and for 105 proof, it definitely drinks a little hotter than that. Definitely got a mm. little bit more of a bite. So I let it sit a little bit longer on ice to kind of mellow out. So mm. I don't know. Don't recommend. It's about 65 okay. bucks after tax. Um, you know, a little bit more than March maybe. 6 pack. Maybe by like a buck or two. Um, $2. Big spender. $2. But, you know, uh, yeah, definitely not a Stephen recommender. To go out okay. and grab or bring to your family okay. party. This is one, Mark. I'll, I'll let you have this with your bad beer. You can have this when all you invite all your favorite friends over. Okay, you're not Mike and I. No, no, never. I'd never do that to you guys. Mm-hmm. I got someplace you can send that. Um, you know, maybe when we get to we get, maybe we get to the fiftieth or so, we get some some big episode. I'd love to hear the ones not not from Kentucky that you really like because I feel like it's. It's a gamble. There's when only you, a when few. You go, yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't really venture outside of there a lot. Um, and a couple I had, there's a few I definitely like. There's a, you know, random California one that I've, I've reviewed on here that I like. Um, the Texas ones I don't venture into because they're so young. Maybe in five or six more years, they'll be good. <laughs> they're not good right now. Um, but yeah, not, not many. I, I'd honestly have yeah. to think, create a list. Of what I yeah. have that's not Kentucky. Not many. All right. Thank you, Mike, Steven. save us. Save us, yes. Mike. Mike, bring so, us back. So in honor of um, our trip down memory lane oh. to, to Long Island, um, today I have brought you a offering from Brooklyn Brewery. Oh. And so this is the uh, winter IPA. Sledder's Choice. Sledder's Choice. Sledder's Choice. So this is um, uh, interesting, right? Winter IPA. Mm. It feels like they're uh, mm. they're trying to rebrand um, all the other winter lagers and ales that I've had already. So you can see it's quite dark, maybe compared to some of the other IPAs you're used to. Uh, cold weather calls for thick knit hats, swift sleds, and winter IPA. Frosty Trident and Simcoe hops meet rye spice in one wintry bundle. And the tasting notes are juniper, jam, and snowfall. Hmm. Um, <laughs> hopefully yellow not Brooklyn. Or... Yeah, hopefully not, not Brooklyn. Snow. In Brooklyn, mm-hmm. gray. Um, you know, one of the things I remember about being a kid was you had that, we used to go down to the old golf course, right? And had that big hill, right? I'm sure every golf course growing up, um, unless you grew up in Houston, had that, had that big hill <clears throat> and, uh, used to have one of those sleds. Did you have, ever have one of those sleds that had the foot controls on the bottom mm, with the, the no. metal rails and the wood sleds? No. Okay. No, pretty tough to maneuver, but, um, I remember that used to be fun on a, on a cold winter's night. Um, this one, you know, I was, I, I've had some of the Brooklyn offerings before. Um, not necessarily a huge fan. um, I think we maybe even had one while we were up there at the uh, the Mets game that we went to. Um, but when I saw this, I was intrigued because uh, I, I do like the winter ales and lagers if done right. And, of course, I love IPAs. And so I thought, okay, winter IPA home run. Um, this one, you know, I'd say the IPA doesn't really come through. Um, and, and that's unfortunate for me. And so I'm sort of left with, um, you know, maybe some of the some of the less desirable Oktoberfest um, <clears throat> type tastes. So uh, for me, this one is, uh, is not a recommend. And, um, but I thought I would at least um, 
give an homage to uh, to Brooklyn Brewery, um, just in honor of Beth Page. They gave it a they gave it their best shot, Mike. That's what we can hope for, I guess. They tried. Yeah, you're doing really good with these seasons and these holiday ones. So, Mike, I'm already looking forward to like Easter. Like, I'm looking forward to your mm-hmm. Easter IPA, which is going to be mm-hmm. just like gummy bears and chocolate and stuff. I mean, nice. they're going getting a little crazy. So, I'm excited for each holiday. Mm-hmm. Just some random IPA you're going to get. Man, I tell you, I keep a good eye in the uh, in the aisle there at Central Market, where I can't remember if you can buy one can or not. Um, I keep a good eye on uh, nine oh three and oh, yeah. uh, Martin House, and I'm I mean oh, I tell yeah. you what, Stephen, every week I go in there, Martin House got some different concoction, different one. Um, it looks, uh, and some well, of them look really good. And so there's a what was there a cookies and cream one I saw where half the mm-hmm. cans were cookie and half the cans were cream. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I follow them online and like every week they're pushing something new, but here's the thing, Mike, when you find the one that you like, I'm now learning that they're all one offs. Like it's a limited batch that, and that is it. Um, and I, I think I texted mm. you guys, but I had one of my favorite sours from them ever. It was called honey bear. And it was like a, uh, jalapeno sour, just unbelievable. Why message them? online and was like hey i'm on my last one like i want to cry i can't wait for next season and they were like better savor that one and i was like what are you serious it's never coming back and i pulled a karen i was like can i talk to the manager please and they didn't find that as funny as i did but yeah so i'm i'm again i i love several that i've tried i've liked i've had one that i haven't but limited batch and I don't know. I guess it gives it mystique and you buy more while it's out. But mm, yeah. Golly, you gotta you gotta bring back the fan praise. If you if we've you know taught the listeners anything here at Weekend at Berkman's, when something comes out and you like it, you go home. Buy it. it. Mm-hmm. You get all of it. Store it up for the winter like a squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay, Stephen. They'll they'll continue to iterate and come up with something that's that's even better, I'm sure. Don't fret. Uh, so just a quick update on uh, Cowhide. So Purdue ends up losing to uh, mm. Michigan there in the Big Ten Championship. It was a close first half. Close. I think they were down close. down one at the half. It was um, tied at the start of the game. Um, but anyway, ended up getting uh, getting worked in the second half there. And uh, so Michigan, of course, um, Big Ten champions, um, college football playoffs are set. Um, despite uh, so, who uh, man of memory? So TCU lost, correct? Mm, right. um, USC then, lost. Uh, USC, USC lost. lost. Yep. Mm-hmm. And but, so, but so for you need you need help on the four. Or what you're looking for, Mike? What are you looking for, Mike? Help us out. Help us help you. Did you? No, want I have to just, tell you that Michigan. Georgia. I know. Okay, got it. Georgia didn't lose. They did not lose. No. Michigan didn't lose. Correct. No. TCU lost. They did. Yep. Clemson won, but not bad. USC lost. Yes. All right. So the fourth team then. Ohio State. The Ohio State. Which I think is garbage. I think Saban should have got in. I think they got more pedigree. 
Oh, Get here we go. Get out of here. So you're oh, saying you don't like the, you, you think you like the third place team, huh? They were the fourth best. They had yeah. they were the fourth best in the SEC. Oh, yeah, fourth and best. You're trying to tell me that they were the fourth best in the country? Come on. No, 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 just, no, no. Sorry. I, there's just Hey, just as much look. as Ohio State was, I mean, they were the third best team in the Big 10. Yeah, exactly. There, there's <laughs> this is more record. art than science. It's more art than science, and I think you got to look at Alabama and the pedigree, and you got to say Saban. You know, he's got the past cachet. performance doesn't matter. Past performance well, then, this year, the one then year. Why trial. even? Then why even play the season? Then it needs to be mm. Bama, Georgia, Ohio State, and pick a fourth. Like, why even play the season, Mike? Well, Get they, out of here. I, they need to expand the playoffs. In in my opinion, well, that's what they're doing. They're doing it. Well, mm-hmm. I think Texas A&M soon. got Texas A&M got rooked. <laughs> okay, yes. here's here's <laughs> here's a here's an interesting thing is that the Big Twelve for a long time got kind of uh, you know made fun of because it didn't have a championship, and then we brought it back, and then we didn't bring back mm-hmm. divisions. We just said, hey, the top two teams in this conference will play in the championship game, and that's how we we'll decide the winner. Well. When you look at the conference that have done that, the Big 12, and I think that there's one other conference that does that, um, uh, to escape me at this point, but they do that. The, the two teams had like one or two losses, really good games, right? Well, mm. the, the ones that don't, like think about uh, Georgia playing LSU. Well, like if, if you really wanted the top two teams, it should have been Georgia-Tennessee. Tennessee beat Alabama. They beat LSU. Yep. I think there's a whole lot of this would have been better off had Georgia and Tennessee played again for a second time uh, versus an LSU getting in, which had two losses at the time, a two-loss Alabama at that time. Yep. Same with Michigan probably playing Ohio State again instead of Purdue. Oh, exactly. So I, yeah. I, I, versus the Purdue, which, again, uh, good teams win, great teams cover, and Purdue didn't cover. I think that you know would have been a little bit better with Ohio State playing I think it just would would have you know been a better would have been a better game. Uh, I do think that that Utah USC game was actually very good, so I can't complain over there. Um, but yeah, the, the two big games I was looking forward to watching were not very great. Can you can you explain the meaning behind that saying? You just you just said. <laughs> good so, teams win, great teams cover. Exactly. So you're yeah, if you okay. win the game. Good team. You won. Good. But you're great when you cover the spread. I mean, because. But you could also just, lose. You could also lose. So you're not a great, great team. Though, but you cover, no, but you cover the on. spread. Good teams win. Great teams cover. Oh, so this just, is from a just, better's perspective. Well, you never know. Yeah, from oh better's perspective. Depends which you got to make the fans happen. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You got to cover. You want your team not, to always cover. Not if you, you didn't take the them. points. Yeah. And hey, no, I want my team hey, to go to a bowl. Your team. But if they cover the spread every time, they could lose all twelve games. Hey, that's okay. But you know what? What you bet your team? I'm all in twelve. But I cover the spread minus, every game. Hundred percent. Oh my! Some God. of people's favorite teams they they've gone, uh, you know, two and two and ten, but they were ten and one against the spread. That's a great team. <laughs> great team. <laughs> great team. Like okay. Maybe we'll well, we'll agree to disagree. We'll have to agree one. to agree to disagree <laughs> on this disagreeable. Uh, I don't even believe it, but I like I like saying it sometimes. It was kind of perfect for Mike when y'all were losing. I was like, "Hey, don't worry, just got to cover the spread." Well, yeah, it didn't happen, but very very profound. And of course, a, a friend of the pod here, 
former guest, of course, rooting against me um, and taking the taking the favorite in the points Oof. and then and winning. Oof. But that's OK. Uh, one thing we can agree on, Stephen, is that Gus Johnson ruined the, the experience of me watching that game. He's right. he's trash. Oh, man. Um, yeah. Just and then, of course, he makes it about uh, him, not the game. Yeah. And those stupid Hampton and commercials. Um, oh, my gosh. Yes. And uh, so, of course, Brom, uh, head coach at Purdue, he's leaving to go back to Louisville. So maybe we can maybe we can get a big name in there. Mm. Coach Prime still available or I mean, some hey, you know, oh, he went to Colorado. Mm, maybe he'll reconsider uh, the Purdue doldrums. I tell you what, oh, no. I feel bad, Mike. Well, we, uh, we are playing. What? You were on the rise. On the rise. No, we're, hopefully we're somebody can. So hopefully somebody can continue that momentum. That's all I hope for you. Yeah, maybe we'll talk about another sport maybe. here in a minute. Maybe um, Br- but... Browse will come out of retirement or something. No. Uh, we're too we're too bad to be disreputable. Um, so uh, Purdue ends up playing uh, LSU, Brian and Kelly and the family in the. Uh, the cheese it citrus bowl. I never had a citrus cheese it. That sounds disgusting. Um, that'll be in Orlando on January second. Now, if you thought cheese it citrus sounded kitschy and second rate, how about the Oklahoma State versus whiskey game in the uh, oh, guaranteed yeah. guaranteed rate bowl? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what industry that is oh, um, i think it's mortgages right guaranteed yeah, yeah. rate and, yeah, oh, yeah some of those yeah. okay it's not a classic though that's the thing they're really missing not the a classic, classic in the name it's low low par when you don't got the classic in there <laughs> bad tournament bad bad uh, bowl game the, yeah the, against wisconsin uh, of all teams yeah. we're, we're either gonna get shellacked or win by 30 I don't, I don't know well, if it depends a on ground. the transfers you know all these oh, transfers yeah. are leaving i mean who knows what team we're gonna field mm. and Wisconsin's going to field. I mean, they don't even have. They're they just got hired their new head coach, but he won't be yeah. calling the game. So it's what about Spencer Sanders? Be like, what's up with that? Yeah, transfer. It's crazy. I know. Not surprised. He needs a line. Yeah, but uh-huh. whiskey will end up melting in uh, playing the desert in Phoenix on the uh, December twenty seventh. Oh, yeah. There, sweating out a lot of cheese curds down Mike, there. Mike, Mike, and Stephen. Did you know there's actually multiple malt cheese its is rolling in so much cash. Oh, they're boy. supporting two bowls. Oh, wow. Yeah, OU Florida State in the Cheez-It Bowl, as well as Purdue and LSU in the Cheez-It Citrus Bowl. So there's the Cheez-It Bowl, and then there's the Cheez-It Citrus Bowl. Yeah. Hey, just when you thought dairy industry was struggling, that's what they tried to tell us. Clearly not. Craft oh, Nabisco. Is that Craft Nabisco? Yeah. I Good know. for them. Good for Maybe. that big conglomerate. Yep. yep. I don't know. I'm a big fan of Cheez It's so I just I just Googled Cheez It and I saw a, a hoodie. I might have to get me one of those. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm not a hey, big but- fan of the of the different flavors, you know, like some of the like Monterey yeah. Jack and some but at the the standard issue original. That's 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 pretty dynamite. It wouldn't be hard to down a box of those. Mm. Oh no. Oh no! It's gonna be a good um, bowl season. You know, there's only 82 yeah. bowl games. You know, and uh, it starts like six months ago. So you know, and it goes through uh, June 12th. So it's gonna be a great bowl season. Yeah, mm-hmm. like 43 bowls or something like that. Yeah, correct me on that, but I, I think it's like 43 bowl games. Yeah. 
Well, a lot, I um, a lot of games. Yeah, looking forward to seeing. Them. Hopefully, I'm I'm kind of hoping that we see uh, Harbaugh in in Georgia, um, and then see if they can be competitive at all. Mm-hmm. But I I think I think it's going to be a, if I if you had to say Georgia versus the other three, I, I think I'd be taking Georgia um, oh, yeah. to end up winning. So. Um, and then just before we round out Cowhide, thoughts and prayers out there to Mike Leach. Looks Man, like he's seriously. not not doing too hot. Um, I, I, uh, he's quite the character. I remember him at uh, Texas Tech. I don't remember if he was the coach there when they when they knocked off UT in that big game. Um, mm. I remember him there. Oh, yeah. And then, of course, yep. Washington State. Crabtree. Oh, yeah. That was an yeah, amazing oh, yeah. game. Oh. Yeah. Um, but uh, we hope. It says he's in critical condition, so that's that's Man. not good. So we hope he comes back. I uh, yeah. yep, yep. tired he's... of killing off and letting go all these these characters that uh, you know unique, charming characters that we're running out of. Oh yeah, he's he's uh, truly a football mastermind. He's yep. an amazing interview. Um, yeah, really one of a kind. He, he one of a kind. Better. One yep. of a kind guy. Um, yep. So yeah, it's ter- terrible to hear. Um, yeah, really hope he pulls through because awesome dude. Yeah. Um, quick update, balls in net. So, um, before I get into the world cup though, I did want to just put in a mention that, uh, Purdue Boilermakers now, uh, number one in college basketball, um, undefeated yep. and, uh, yep. Houston ended up losing wow. to Alabama. So Alabama. Yep. Yeah. Houston was number one. UT lost, lost their North coach. Carolina. Jeez. Well, yeah, that's a whole separate story, but. Mike, I think uh, Purdue's what, like the seventh or eighth team at number one, and they just keep keep getting beat. So mm-hmm. I actually think it might be more of a death sentence to, to okay. be number one. Mm-hmm. So okay. we'll see. I, I don't know who you play next. Like you know, uh, oh, you know, we've got, like, children or something. Davidson or? and yeah, I mean, like the next three or four games are schools you never heard of. Um, I maybe never know. next time I'll I'll do a. Can you guess which state these teams are in? Um, <laughs> But yeah, no, they're uh, and I think last year, if I recall, that was the first time they had ever reached number one, um, and then they reached number one again this year. So they got a guy in the middle named uh, Zach Eady, who's who's pretty dominant. So um, you're right; it probably is a bit of a death sentence, and I'm sure some you know crappy school will be running on a court here before too long. But uh, it's it's nice being <laughs> nice being in the the sunshine for a little bit, especially after losing Harbaugh. But um, Hope they um, hope they continue their winning ways. Now, in terms of soccer, so uh, Brazil ends up going down um, in the World Cup in the uh, in the quarters. Um, Portugal also goes down in the quarters, and then um, England. I don't know if you saw this or not, but they um, they had a really really late uh, chance at penalty kick. One of their stars, mm-hmm. Harry Kane, um, against France um that age-old rivalry and he ends up missing um there at the end and so that was obviously heartbreaking so Mm. um france advances as well and so um tomorrow tomorrow and wednesday uh we've got um the semis and so tomorrow will be argentina versus croatia Mm. um and then wednesday will be france versus morocco so um, believe it or not, Croatia was actually, I think, I want to say runner up, maybe like two World Cups ago or something. So actually, they've got a little bit of pedigree. Uh, last Morocco, time. what'd you say? It was last World Cup. Oh, was up. it last time? Okay. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, I wouldn't have necessarily guessed that. And then, of course, Morocco, I'm assuming, is just like a Cinderella um, run. Um, but uh, my guess, you know, I don't I don't think, well, you know what? Why don't we save that for Marnak? Why don't we let him try oh. and uh, bolster his record a little later? Um, but so we'll, maybe we'll ask Marnak about that. But then um, next Sunday, December 18th, is the uh, is the title game for the World Cup. So uh, been an interesting World Cup, I kind of like it here towards the end of the year, maybe fill in a bit of the, I don't know, just interesting having it around versus watching it maybe in the heat of the summer. Um, but uh, I don't know if either one of you saw, but there, apparently there was a reporter there. It may have actually been a second yeah. reporter that died. Yep. I didn't follow up on the second There's been reporter. multiples, yep. Mm-hmm. But uh, Grant Wall uh, ended up dying and um, – Hmm. And I should not have Googled that one, Stephen. So I think I, I Googled uh, Grant Wall conspiracy. And, mm-hmm. uh, I Welcome think to the be... BlackRock situation. You're, you're yeah, screwed think, like me. Nice I think, you. The, I think the black suburbans are on my street this week. Oh, so. no. <laughs> um, but hey, back to Croatia. You think Rory Sabatini, you know, one of the biggest Croatian uh, sports stars? Uh, no, 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 he's no, not Croatian. No. He's Slovenian. Slovenia. Okay. I thought he was either Slovenian or Croatian. Didn't or Romanian. Roma- Where Romanian. I thought he was South African. He, he's South African, but he competes for Romania now or Slovenia, one of those, but not Croatia. Okay, not Croatia. I didn't. I did not know which one. Okay, never mind. Yeah, I was one say, of the, you like th- the you think he's former Slavs, yeah, <laughs> Yugoslavs. The you know back in those days, all in that little region, but not Croatia. Okay, I think I think you're forgetting one of the all-time. Great stars coming out of Croatia. Tony Kukoc. Kukoc, the, uh, yes. <laughs> of the Bills. Not the Bills. The Bulls. <laughs> the Bulls. The, the Bulls. Bulls uh, the Bulls dynasty. So, uh, um, I used, oh, you. man, I used to – I don't remember. I want to say he was on the second set of dynasties with uh, with Longley and, and uh, oh, some of those guys. Um, but, yeah, he apparently he's from Split. Split Croatia. Um, okay different but yeah um I, yeah, i'm gonna stop googling things okay. uh, Steven, yeah you, also, you got it or duck duck go that that's more that's more secure yeah yeah the last time steven you told me to google nasty thanksgiving stuff and i i regretted that whoa well, hey so. y'all whoa, um, whoa hey. just mike next anything questionable you can give it to me i'll do the full report i'll give you a rundown <laughs> of it you know hey don't don't worry just give it to me i got you he has okay. an off network network connected Yes. Proxy. Uh, yeah, proxies. Super wired. It's sent through 14 countries. Countries. They'll never Just like on me. CSI. He's, he's, you're yeah, like, you're, yeah, yes. he's like Gene Hackman in Enemy uh-huh. of State. There Bingo. Is. Yes. But they ended up killing me in the end, I think, right? So, anyways. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, I did want to bring back Flavor Country for just special occasion. So um, there's a uh, hoity-toity restaurant in the woodlands there in Houston called Tris. I believe is how it tries. Tris is how it's pronounced. <laughs> and um, I think Stephen ended up going there for, um, I don't know, just to get rid of the money that was burning a hole in his pocket. But, oh, here we go. Uh, you know, I know Mark had a chance to go there on somebody's dime when he was in the middle of that Wagyu death march. But, oh, yeah. Uh, just curious. Uh, I, I guess I thought it was maybe a little overpriced and for, for what it was. And I, I think Mark, you know, given that he was on somebody else's dollar, really liked it. Uh, curious, Stephen, what did what did you think of Tris? 
Well, you, first takeaway is yes, Mike, you hit it there. It is uh, not for the faint of wallet. Uh, expect a expect a bill that uh, will definitely drop your jaw and be like, wow, I, I'm not going to eat for the next week. I hope that was very good and filling. Um, but yeah, overall, uh, I was impressed. I did think it was very, very good. Um, I honestly think that my favorite part uh, helps the bill out a little bit was the happy hour. I think they do have hmm. very good drinks that were reasonably priced. And then the two happy hour appetizers that we got were very good, um, including, I mm. think, the thing that I saw that spoke to me the most was their happy hour burger, which is mm. on, like, English muffins, looks and smells mm. dynamite. So we're going to go back at some point, do another happy hour there for, mm. for burgers and appetizers, and, and that's when the um, – uh, bill will be uh, much more reasonable but mm-hmm. overall very very good we we're both very happy and at least satisfied in our stomach not in the uh, credit card department mm-hmm. but um you know the one thing that i do find a little weird is clearly this chef is very talented the food looks amazing smells amazing tastes amazing but they talk about him like he walks on water around there yeah. and that's where it's a little it's a little weird they're like chef chris is so amazing. He once, Chef Austin once uh, walked on water and oh. turned this turned That's this chicken easy. into Wagyu steak. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, a little, it's a little weird. Um, I, I'm all for kind of tooting the chef, being like, yeah, he's created some great things. But it was pretty much like every other conversation was like, yes, our chef <clears> is so amazing. Did we tell you about him? Hmm. Let me give you a new. Yeah. I found that a little weird. Um, but uh, a little cultish, but uh, overall mm. very good. We'll definitely be back for a happy hour at least. But this is kind of our, our special meal. We always do a nice Christmas uh, dinner out, um, and we normally do Perry's. Again, can't go wrong there. Great steaks, great pork uh-huh. chops. Mm. On the whole shebang of Perry's is great. So we're changing up a little bit this year. So- Shout out to Kelly for finding Tris. So I guess though, if if I had to ask you, like, would you rather go to Perry's or would you rather go to Tris? Mm. <clears throat> I think I could go to Perry's twice. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think I think, I think I'd choose Perry's uh, value twice. investor right there. Yeah. Okay. You know, um, I I don't know. I I think I'll fully be able to give this a shake. We go back again. Do the ha- I, all right? I think it's dinner at Perry's. I think it's happy hour at Tris. I think that's mm, the way to do good it. Good point. But I'll, I'll let you know once I get the burger, mm. another round of drinks and some appetizers. But again, the two appetizers we've got were phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yeah. There's some There's some place up there. I, I want to talk about Perry's in a second, but there's some place up there. I, I want to say maybe it's Morton's or something. Maybe it's Del Frisco's where they do like a filet burger or something to that effect. Hmm. And it, yeah, I, mean, I hadn't had a chance. It was like on the happy hour menu or something. Talking about Arby's? But, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> they brought the Wagyu burger back. That's all I'm saying. I know. I know. Uh, yeah. But if you if you ever get a chance, if you're in the – well, I don't know where Perry's is all at. There's one here in the DFW area. But if you're ever in Houston, you get a chance to go to Perry's, go. But don't get the steak. Get the pork chop, and it's yes. you get like a couple different pieces. Oh, got a yeah. nice glaze. It's kind of sweet. It's amazing. I just went to Google, um, Ooh, 
Uh, well, yeah, no, this time Uh-oh. I was okay. Okay. Um, I just, I just Googled Perry's and the, one of the automatic questions is what is Perry's known for? And pork it says chop. it is, it is truly famous for the seven finger high yep. pork chop. Oh yeah. So it's yeah. a Friday special. So the the lunch here here's the difference is the the they're only open Fridays at, for lunch they're only open Fridays and for lunch it's a four finger pork chop for I think used to be oh, yeah. fifteen bucks I'm sure it's probably now twenty which is still an amazing price for that but yeah the dinner portion is a seven finger uh, but yeah if you ever want to try the pork chop Friday lunch is the time to go mm-hmm. mm. man mm. I'm. I'm Mm, I'm salivating, man. Perry's, mm. yeah. Perry's <laughs> dinner, Tris happy hour, Got or it. Perry's twice. Maybe you can take the dinner. podcast there, you know, because of the good year you had this year or something. I um, know. I don't know. Maybe for all that you're saving in your in your beer budget <laughs> versus my whiskey, I think that you know, I think it pays for you. Perry's a That's couple fair. times over. That's fair. All right, I'll I'll start I feeling bad you. for you when you stop listening to random people in the liquor store. Also okay. True. Now I'm kind hey. of at, I'm kind of at my wit's end. I know I know what I'm looking for now. Anything else? I'm not buying. Yeah. At some point, I'm going to go through everything new, and we're just going to go back through it again. Or hey, if I'm you need to call somebody, call me. Call me when you're at the liquor store next time. I'll help you out. With okay. what? For Anything. like lager, pilsner confusion, or <laughs> no, or, or tell you to put stuff down that you shouldn't be picking up. I mean, okay, no, I mean okay. if you need to talk to somebody because we've already proven that you talk to people there and you get rooked. So call. Hey, me. I'm just a talkative guy. Okay, there we go. I mean, you haven't I'm even done sack, like. Though. You haven't even done like Evan Williams. You have so many. Tony oh, no, no, no. Trust me, I know I have a lot, but I'm not going to buy a twenty, forty dollar oh, bottle to take take one drink out of. It's different when you get a six pack and like one beer. That's true. Maybe, maybe what you'll have to start doing is like recording the segment mm. or something at a bar, so that yes. way you can. Mm. We'll have to we'll have to innovate here in the new year because we're we're going to start running out of money. New year, new time. Yeah, my wife's cutting me off. She said, enough of this podcast beer pie. It's mostly I agree with her. Yeah, I agree with her. She's right. This is bad. Until we get sponsored, until we get sponsored, this is only an outflow. There's no inflow. Okay. Maybe maybe we can start reviewing um, flavored sparkling water. Yes, Waterloo. That's like 25 cents a can now. All right. On to Marnak. The mediocre. So, Marnak, I got a uh, little bit of a tricky one here Uh-oh. for you because there's Uh-oh. probably probably two right answers at Uh-oh. least. But okay. um, I do uh, I do want to reiterate. Yeah, Purdue did not cover the spread, um, but only oh, thanks no. to a, a dismal second half and um, some some jerk named Terry uh, going against them. But that's okay. Seriously. And what's the saying, Stephen? Everybody. Everybody covers, covers a great Hope everybody no has one. fun. No. <laughs> Good teams win. Great teams cover. Bad teams lose and Need. don't cover. Okay. <laughs> but you can do both and not each, but either or and or <laughs> then else. All right. So question for Marnak tonight. Bring it. Bring it. Who will win the World Cup? France, in- Argentina, Morocco, or Croatia? Ooh. 
you know what? Up until like five minutes ago or whatever, 10 minutes ago, when you told me the teams that were in the semifinals, I didn't know which teams were in the semifinals. Um, Georgia. Yeah, I was going to say Georgia, but you're talking uh, soccer. Uh, Mm. So hold on. I'm going – all right, special envelope today. It's tax – all the tax forms are getting mailed out. Oh, jeez. Shout out to the Cypher School District. I got the Cypher ISD tax return envelope here. So this thing's a – it's a pricey envelope. It's a nice envelope. Um, Mm. So I don't know why this thing would lie to me. I I think I was in a little pick a week ago, and I picked Brazil. Uh, so I'm not good mm. at picking things, uh, but I don't know. I feel like we got to go with Argentina. I think they're the Ooh. they're the team that you know got got punched in the mouth in the first game. They've been they came back. Um, they've they've won some games in you know glorious fashion. Uh, they also lost one, but I think they've got they're inspired. They got messy. Uh, okay, I'm going with Argentina. I, I was going to say amongst all the teams that are left, probably the one that's the player that's most iconic is Messi. Yeah. So that, uh, you know, he's maybe he's worth a quarter yeah. of a goal or something. Okay. Yep. All right. Um, I can't really go against that. Maybe France. I mean, yeah. I but... think, yeah, I think early on, I might've mentioned that the, the favorites were like Brazil, France and, and Argentina. And so two of the favorites are left. You know, so it's like, you know, maybe things are holding true to form. The Morocco thing to me, again, I've read enough to know that, like, most of the Moroccan team is not from Morocco. But they have, you know, ancestors, grandmas, grandpa, you know. So, okay, cool. And, and I get that that's soccer. But, man, kind of a cool story. You know, they uh, they are the long shot. But, man, they played well enough to be here. So, that's always fun, too, cheering for an underdog. My, my pick's Argentina, but the Morocco story is kind of cool. Uh, so, you know, if they win, that'd be kind of neat. I don't think they, somebody, and again, I could be wrong here. This could be Department of Corrections, but somebody said, I don't know if an African country's ever won it. So that would be interesting uh, to me. Uh, anyway, that's where I'm at. Okay. Yeah. Um, was there, sure another, we'll was a... there another question? Hmm? No, I'm okay. sure we'll have a future, future question for Marnak around the, um, college football playoffs but oh, yeah. um, we'll see gonna be interesting if you can sneak away um watch some of the matches over the next two days should be should be interesting oh yeah i uh department of corrections well, uh, no. not not oh, too no. bad and, and a couple of these things i have are yes. i don't know they're not it's more really more like department of research uh Oof. r&d but also corrections so <laughs> um Steve and I just uh, we we were we were debating or talking last episode about something, and you made a reference to on the line. Um, mm-hmm. Got to put it on the line. To, do you happen to be a Vince Vaughn fan? Correct. <laughs> okay. Internship. Yeah. What about Owen Wilson? Fan of him? Uh, yes, I am. I am a fan of him. Mm-hmm. He's Unique a, he's guy. Little... He's a weird dude, but I like him. He's good in his movies. He fits the part well. I was gonna say I should I should Google and see if he oh. if he is like his character the characters that he plays if he's like that in in real life or not. It's gotta be. He's gotta be. Okay. Um, so what's the no, DOC? That, what 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 did we miss? Or is this just a fanboy of Owen Wilson? And <laughs> what are we doing yeah. here? 
Well, if if he had said who's Vince Vaughn, I would have said, of course, it's not on the line. But since that was the uh, dead rip of the uh, correct, the okay. internship is the movie. Got it. Yeah, or the intern, something like the internship, the intern, something like that. There's a, the intern. I think the intern is with De Niro. Yeah. Yes. Okay. That's the internship where they're at not Google. Nearly and, as good. And it keeps yeah. the edge. Put it on the line. Yeah. <laughs> Put it on the line. I think I think Vaughn fell out of favor though. I don't. Uh, oh yeah. At some He's... point. He maybe got one too many fights with Gus Polinski and Chai Tan. <laughs> um, didn't end up well for him. Um, <laughs> I had a question around why do colleges have the word state in them? Oh, I yeah. think you all had mentioned maybe something about the land grant. I don't really know if that's accurate, but it is. it seems that it's true that it's funded by and or affiliated with the state. Um, oh, so not not necessarily because you still got places like Oklahoma that are a state school. Mm, that's um, fair. But so I, yeah. I don't know. So just because it's got the word state, I'll give you, I guess it doesn't sully the name, but uh, like Harvard State, MIT State. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> Very similar. I guess I'm a little lucky in that going to Purdue, I've got a little bit of anonymity where people might think, oh, is that is that a private school? Um, and then they hear me talk and they're like, nope, state school. Nothing in um, Indiana. Now, is there any private schools in Indiana? Let's be honest. Other than Notre Dame. Rose Holman. Oh, okay. Never mind. I was wrong. Cool. Um, Steven, you, um, yes. you had mentioned uh, <laughs> something about like the best way to do a turkey is to fry it and you said mm-hmm. that a cave a caveman it's so easy a caveman can do it can, can a caveman fry a turkey Ooh. uh assuming they knew how to <laughs> um get some get some peanut oil some ghee or, or some frying oil uh assuming they know how to get a burner let yeah you know yeah you, you, there's a lot <laughs> of factors to it but it's kind of like Geico. So easy a caveman can do it. I'm convinced I could teach a caveman how to do it. Oh, you mean a caveman in today's time, not a caveman thousand. Th- okay, yeah, gotcha. Well, if you go based on the commercials. Yeah, yes, gotcha. in today's yeah, yeah. time. Okay. Okay, I got it. So weekend at Berkman Productions, when we do our Bear Grylls versus Turtle Man, we will do an episode <laughs> where it's using the land to fry turkey. And Bingo. we'll see, see if they can come up with it. Um, I did a little bit of research into why Northern Ireland Northern Ireland is n- not in the inaugural Hero Cup. Well, it turns out they are. Oh. Um, they're actually in the GB and I, Great Britain and Ireland. They're just wrapping Ireland or Northern Ooh. Ireland in with Ireland. Um, McElroy not playing, but apparently, did you know that he plays for Ireland in the Olympics? So I I, oh. had, I had forgotten that. So it seems like when it comes to matters of hmm. Northern Ireland, you can kind of go whichever way the wind. Pick and choose. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Um, but neither him nor Lowry are um, are playing. Lowry. In that in Abu Dhabi. <laughs> One of my favorite seasoning salts, Lowry's. Yeah. Um, so I had uh, talked about the last time Alabama missed the uh, college football playoffs. Actually, not that long ago, uh, 2019. Mm. So um, do you happen to remember who won that year? And I'll give you a hint. The coach at that school is no longer at that school. LSU. 
That's right. Or, or yeah. a Jean, or or a Jami, or a Jani, or a Gami. Yeah, Kocho. Kocho, no longer there. Um, so, yeah, so apparently not that long ago, but um, again this year, won't make it. Committee mm. doesn't like him. Doesn't like nope. Saban. Oh, get out of here. Oh, come on. Their record was not worthy. Uh, Mark, you had mentioned um, the use of restrictor plates in F1. Um, <laughs> oh, I that feel was like a Jackie, joke. I feel Come like on. Jackie Childs here. Do you do you know what a bomb? Do you know what a restrictor plate is? It's a yeah. I mean, it's a it's a flat plate like object that's causing or preventing or restricting, if you will, something <laughs> from doing something. <laughs> You're very close. It actually restricts restricts the airflow. Airflow coming in on. If you'd have let me finish, yeah, I would have said airflow <laughs> into the manifold. Out. To um, but F one F one doesn't use those. But of course NASCAR NASCAR um, does. NASCAR, NASCAR and NASCAR does use that. I I was looking here. It says without restrictor plates, NASCAR NASCARs could go over two hundred and fifty miles an hour. Just <laughs> pretty. <laughs> Wow. Okay. I'd kind of like to see that. That's awesome. But They're holding be, us back from a better sport. Yeah, they're restrictor plating you, yes. But let's be honest, uh, that was a joke, so I don't know if that counts as a DOC here. Okay. Okay. Because if this um, is my perfection week two, this could be a trend. Mm. No? Okay. Okay, in that and case, it's a Department of Corrections. Two thumbs down. <laughs> For folks that are watching online, there was two thumbs down. Disagree. Okay. Uh, it's a good thing we don't bring Marnak into the Department of Corrections, or he'd be... Different segment. Different segment. <laughs> on, on death row. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, last thing here. So, I had mentioned that 90% of people survive plane crashes. So, you know... Oof. Right before I, I've I taken like... off the India, nonetheless. So, that was, that was fantastic. I just feel like there's some kind of saying here. Um, it's probably something like, if you're in a plane crash, you're going to die. But oh, for okay. some reason, they say 90% of people survive plane crashes. So I, hmm. maybe there's some other type of crash that I'm I'm not aware of. Yes, um, like Cessnas and lighter engine yeah. airplanes that are, you know, yeah. yes. Correct. You're thinking of helicopters. Helicopters are the ones where there's a very high likelihood of death. Like that's kind of like the joke is they always crash and there's a lot of deaths in them. So mm. like helicopters that's a joke? are that's pretty that's pretty military, morbid. Like the military mm. guy, I've known a couple that were in helicopters and like mm. their joke to each other is like, Oh, you're a military military helicopter guy. How many crashes have you been in? Mm. Like that's kind of like how they introduce each other. Like, oh I'm a helo guy. I I'm in I've been in three. How many of you? Got it. Okay. So very prone to crashes. Hmm. But it's just uh, what, like when I think of the Air France one over mm. over the ocean, when I think of the Malaysia or the seven three seven maxes, like everyone dies. So I don't. Uh, well, I don't when know a mis- what... missiles involved, it's generally yeah. not as you know, it's not as easy to survive. Okay, but Sullenberger, a... Sullenberger, you know, laying it down there on the Hudson, different story. Okay, so that that really upped the uh, percentages. Brings your percentage up. Yep. Okay. Yep. Well, the yep. Uh, yep. the 
black suburban that was just outside just left and is it's heading moving for, uh, down to my house no that's great he's yeah. gonna have to know the gate code though <laughs> uh okay well that okay. that was it for department of research mostly but uh also kind of a, a clean week correct good job guys good job yeah maybe we need to push the envelope a little harder Stephen. huh oh i got plenty of uh you know, fake things and incorrect sayings. Oh, so you just you just let, set me loose. Come on. <laughs> uh, we, we're trying to keep you around for episode thirty, Stephen. So whoa, what? Come what? on, at least kill me off after fifty or something. Yeah, we gotta get to the gold anniversary. Ooh, hey, maybe that's how we monetize. This thing becomes gold, right? When somebody mm-hmm. dies. Okay, it's like. Uh, <laughs> Like when an artist wow. dies. Or the Bitcoin Especially I've been like premeditating my own like, you know, like NASA, like yeah. CIA coming to, not, not NASA, good. but like CIA, NSA, NSA Jeez. Um, <laughs> FBI. I don't know, FBI is, is too woke to do that. But like CIA, NSA, definitely. NASA, you know. Yeah. DMV, you know, all the big agencies. Correct, <laughs> yep. HOA, HOAs. <laughs> HOA definitely wants me gone. That's for yeah, sure. That's I'm true. always a pain in their ass. Beep. Jeez. Uh, All right. right. Okay. Let's go ahead and round out the evening with local knowledge. I'm going to start with the old man. What are your thoughts for the week? You know, guys, it probably goes without saying, but uh, I'm going to say it anyway. It's important to cherish your loved ones, you know, as we, as we're in, it's, we're in the midst of the holiday season, uh, make sure you're reaching out saying, Hey, saying you love them all the, all the whole nine yards. Christmas is coming, you know, and going back to see family excited for that. Um, the, the other, so this is, this is more of a, of a, of a, you know, important to have this on on speed dial and available uh so as many of you know one of our podcast members here is going to uh say their nuptials here pretty soon and in in doing so there's some people in the wedding that are going to have some uh you know wearing a suit and stuff uh it's important to know your measurements uh, (laughs) because because i won't name names here but somebody here uh didn't get the right size suit uh even though he did get measured and when he went and tried it on it didn't quite fit uh, so one, know your measurements. Two, know a good tailor, to which I have one. And I'm very thankful for her. Uh, and she's going to make me look pretty, but not as pretty as the other guy on this podcast come the big day. Mm. Um, but it's important to have those local services and local people, you know, that you know in your life that uh, are, are good at what they do and whenever you might need a service uh, to call upon them. And so I'm thankful, A, uh, for the opportunity to have nice clothes to be wearing here uh, December 31st, as well as somebody that can make me look nice in them. So that's it for me. Uh, cherish your loved ones and uh, know your sizes and understand the local tailoring scene. It's it's also important to lay off the um, Pilsners and the Wagyu. Um, mm-hmm. when, also when true. To... Very yeah. true. Yeah. Very true. <clears throat> He's also been on a lot of airplanes, so that Sunday dessert cart, the bread, <laughs> just all of it. Terry Bradshaws. Terry Bradshaws. And it kind of messes up your water weight being on the yeah. plane and all mm-hmm. that, Mark. Big time. So Big time. maybe a little less plane, plane action for you, you know? I know. I know. Maybe if you hadn't got the new one tailored yet, maybe go back, get one, maybe one size 
bigger. Just no. She she told me that the new one's perfect and there's fabric to let out in case I need to. And I'm like, thanks. Good. Yeah. You know what they say? I think it's like after after forty, Mark. It's like you know so many pounds per year. You know something Baby. like that. So metabolism ain't what it used to be. Yep. You can put it on, but you can't take it off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Still in his thirties. Well. Well, well early. Yeah. Steven. Yeah. The youngster here. No big deal, guys. Um, okay. Yeah. The past couple of days have been interesting. Um, you know, I think with, with the leech thing, uh, just mm-hmm. kind of reminds you yeah. that, you know, you could be, you know, crazy things can happen at any point. We can even get into Chris Beard. You never know when you're going to get locked up and thrown in the slammer at any point. And you yep. can't chat with your loved ones. So shout out, shout out Chris Beard. Um, UT. Uh, I, I'm only saying this because they're a rival, but again, hope everything's good there in Austin. Uh, but really, back to Leach, though, um, just kind of shows you that, you know, crazy things can happen at any point. And, and to, to Mark's point, uh, cherishing loved ones, just making oh. sure you're always reaching oh. out, um, mm-hmm. you know, saying, hey, checking in with folks. You never know when, when crazy stuff can happen to you or, or others. So, um, yeah. And, and, just, go and just special a... people. I mean, it's. Uh, uh, Leach is kind of a legend, so he, he's definitely been one in the last decade. He's been a, a kind of an icon and, and, and legend, so it'll be sad if, if something does happen there. Yeah. Well, I mean, in, in avoid detainment rooms in Cutter as yes, well, apparently. Geez, That's please. what it sounds like. Uh, yeah, so you never know. Or, or just random Google searches like me and Mike. So um, mm-hmm. sounds like Mark is going to have a banner – banner podcast at some point that's making oh, yeah. bucks all i ask is mark you find some unique way to you know yep. add us well, to every podcast department yep. of correct something um listen uh, sean yeah. listen sean i'll be able to memorialize you no problem you're the important people i mean steven what wait yeah whatever okay mike what mike. about you um yeah for me so you know it, it can be it can be hard uh, you know, changing, changing cities, changing jobs. So I just, just want to congratulate Rick bonus um, mm. for the uh, amazing year <laughs> that he's, he's having there in Winnipeg. Wow. With a, a new team. Um, first, first place at the moment. Who's second? Uh, uh, Dallas. So it's, Dallas. Uh, it's neck and neck, but uh, man, I don't know why they let a, a guy like bonus go. Um, probably regretting that every day. Uh, just some uh, some practical matters. So, uh, Mark, I wanted to thank you. I, I had the pleasure of getting to do leaves um, this weekend. Hmm. It's it's been perpetually wet here, Oof, um, yeah. so you have to rake them instead of using mm-hmm. the uh, the blower. Um, right. The only time I could find time, it was raining. But luckily, I had one of them hats that yes. goes all, all the, the way, way around. around. <laughs> And uh, that that PBR uh, oh, yeah. fishing hat, and man, that thing was yes. dynamite. kept yes. kept the rain the rain off my glasses, and I was I was able to go for hours. You're probably a rain. fashion icon out on your street too. They're probably yeah. like, hey, it's great that uh, they had. Uh, well, I won't go there. Never mind. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I'll skip the festivus on how bad the uh, the services at uh, hardware stores. You know, there's a million people, and none of them help you. Or when you leave the grocery store and they ask you if you find everything okay, and I can't find the uh, turmeric or the uh, tamarind paste, but that's okay. Mm. 
my uh my old pappy you reminded me uh i, I think i'll end with a positive note it reminded me of something jim valvano used to say which was was never get up never give up and i was uh, was inspired by uh by seeing tiger and uh, jt out there uh, a couple of guys that took some pretty big hits um to their their public image and uh did some stupid things and now come back to be um in favor so don't give up phil still a chance but uh good lesson for all of us just uh you know even if you mess up keep your head down um do your best and try and make your way back so that's gonna do it another one in the books thanks everyone for joining weekend at berkman's hope you have a great week we'll see you next week take care